Hello everybody and welcome back to Murder Blows. You're gonna need some ice cream and like a comfort blanket and like maybe a grilled cheese to get you through this. No, you might not want to eat through the whole thing. Anyway, Maisie is coming in hot with a tale I thought I might know, but I didn't. I can't believe I called myself a true crime expert. We are learning about Richard Ramirez, aka the Night Stalker, but we give him a pretty cool different nickname at the end of this episode, so, so buckle in for that. I am Sasha, and today I have our lovely co-hosts, Maisie and Violet, and Cody is teaching art today, so it's just us. Here's some intro music. muted Maisie sick and burned herself glass is scary it shatters and <laughs> Maisie can't wait to get the story out of her don't say that it's just I've been I've been sitting on this one for a long time and mm. I have it's like the the week I don't feel great I need to get the case out of the way that has the most information so it's just that kind of deal you know what I mean mm. the universe was like, you want to search this stuff for fun? Oh, you want to start a podcast? Mm-hmm. All right. Think again. Okay. Think again, bitch. You're going to uh, hold on to this case and wait till you're sick, and then you're going to do the most talking. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's all right. I've been preparing. I haven't been filling my head with dreams, because apparently when I take sleep aids, I dream, but I don't remember them. So it's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was having like a lot of dreams where my family murdered me in like really brutal, gnarly ways, and there's mm. nothing I could do about it. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I'm glad I'm not dreaming anymore. <laughs> I haven't hate it. I've been taking Nyquil. Good so idea. That's helpful. Yeah. Because you're sick, or because you can't sleep. Because I'm sick. They have Zequil if you can't sleep. Oh, shit. You're right. They make a whole separate thing for that. I don't have that problem. I have chronic depression and I'm always tired. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. I just can never sleep. But anyway. Uh. <laughs> I think that's my thing, too. Is like, well, okay. In all fairness, Eric got a stomach bug last night. So he was sick as hell. Oh, mm-hmm. so sick. Um, and he was like, oh, I just want to go to bed. And it was like 8, 8, 15. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Take NyQuil. (laughs) It's time to go. (laughs) Time to go. Bye-bye now. This is my life now. I also hate going to bed, though, especially on, like, the weekends or when I'm off the next day. Because I just feel like I should enjoy my time away from my shitty job. But Mm. sometimes enjoying your time is sleeping. Yes. (sighs) But there's so many things I got. Okay, I thought I was going to be the first one to finish Stranger Things. And I'm going to be the last. I don't know when I'm going to finish it. You haven't finished it? No, I haven't had time. I've oh, been so, my God. 
so busy. It's been ridiculous. And okay, so here's the dilemma. We're on the last two episodes, and I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, if I watch that episode before the last, I'm gonna have to watch the next one. Yeah, There's yeah. no way I can just watch one. No. no. So I have to watch them back to back. So it's a two and a half hour experience I'm in for, which I'm game for. Ready. It's over. I've been lo- loving this season. It's over that, right? Huh? I don't know. The last think... episode's over an hour. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half, and then the first one's like 55 oh. minutes. Oh, okay. No. Or not That's the true. first one, but anyways. So, yeah, I'm just, I just haven't had the time, and... We were going to watch it tomorrow night, but I really want to go see Midsummer, mm. And we moved it to so I could go see it Saturday after I have dinner because Eric works in the morning. But then Saturday they announced that Joe Bob Briggs is doing a 13-hour horror movie marathon on Shudder. <laughs> so I have to be home for that. <laughs> Eric works Friday night. Insane. It's just so... Um, I just have to be home for that. I I wasn't going to, and then I saw the lineup, and I was like, oh, God, fuck. God damn it. I just thought Come of, on. like, every radio DJ that's like, the 13-hour horror radio block, horror movie block with Joe Bob Briggs. Like, <laughs> 13 hours. 13 hours of terror. See, that's better. You're better at this. Sasha, you're hired. I you got the job. <laughs> you can Someone own your own podcast. That's your that's your prize. I forgot what the word prize was. <laughs> it's your trophy. I forgot what the word prize was. I mean, same. You know what's but a prize? Forget surprises. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we were like gunning for it. We're like, no, I want to do the promo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I only have a small story. So if you want to talk about our great, great sponsors, feel free. Because my story is kind of mean, and I was debating on not sharing it. But now that I've talked Ooh. about it, I guess I have to. Yep. <laughs> well, before we go into mean land, let me tell you about my depression. I am sad because I finished working out at 6.15. I'm sorry, at 6. I ate, so it was 6.15. And Jeremiah was like, shouldn't you shower before you podcast? And I was like... Ugh, I guess I was very sweaty. Um, and so I get in the shower and my sweet and salty scrub from Blank Slate Labs was just looking at me and it was like, Sasha, you shaved your legs yesterday and you didn't use me. And your legs are looking awfully ashy. And I was like, I don't have time. I only have 15 minutes. Because with Blank Slate Lab products, you want to enjoy them. They are a spa experience in and of themselves. So tomorrow I promise my sweet and salty scrub that we will scrub. But then I'll need to shave my legs again. Anyway, well that's okay. I might, when I brush my teeth tonight, do a little lip scrub to make up for it. Also, Blank Slate Labs product. Don't need it. I'm going to just move on before Violet has a chance. Uh, with code MURDERBLISS, you can get yourself 15% off all of those products. One thing that I didn't get to do tonight also, another thing, is my hair. Um, it needs some TLC. It probably needs some conditioning cream. I just bleached it to a level 10 and then applied pastel colors to it because I don't know its hair it'll grow back. Um, but the conditioning cream is going to help it go right back to healthy. So, going to use that. 
That comes from our good friends at Arcadian Grooming. Or at Arcadian Official on Instagram. You can use your code MURDERBLOWS for that as well. For 15% off. They're always doing something really cool about like free shipping over a certain amount. So get in with your friends. Everybody save 15% off and get free shipping. That's so cool. Love so it. Cool. Um, so. I talked to Allie yesterday, I think. Maybe the day before that. And they have... Um, officially moved into their new space. Yay! Yay! So they have much more space to work with. They still think they're out gonna they're gonna um, outgrow it probably within the year, but it's wow. bigger than where they were. And they've actually been operating out of their house for a little while because they had to be out of their last place. Yikes! Wasn't so, the last place the one that flooded though? Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. So um, they're in a new and improved space. Well, new to them. And, uh, yeah, just expect good things. Expect more things. You're going to be oh, pumping so stuff out. so excited. They've always got new stuff coming out. And just get a damn chapstick for two ninety five or whatever it is we sold last time. 251 with a discount. <laughs> 251 Cold Murder Blows, all lowercase. But, you know, buy yourself some more because... Oh, yeah. You'll get there and be like, want that wait. free shipping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check them out. So, it's not a super mean story, but I feel mean about it. <laughs> Eric so was, like, it. projectile vomiting. Oh. Bless his soul. But Don't left. be mean to that kid. At yeah. first, so at first it was his throat, and he was like, oh, my throat's just really sore, like, my nose is stuffy, I just feel, like, sick. And oh, I was like, weird. oh, no. And then he started, I, so I made homemade ramen last night. Yeah, Mo? Mm. Yeah. Wasn't too bad. Wasn't too bad. It's fine. I didn't you hate it. Killed I'm shocked. On accident. Um, <laughs> no. Um, on accident. But, well, before before I even got home, he said he was starting to have, like, stomach pains. And I was like, oh, that's so weird. Well, and all night, his stomach was, like, really tore up. We tried everything. So at 3 in the morning, he goes, oh, okay, wait. More backstory. I, when I'm sick, I know I have to sweat everything out, right? Mm-hmm. So I put him That's weird, but yes, I in understand. a Kigurumi and turn the air off. Woof. Whoa, and... you really are dedicated. Yeah. Um uh I also ran to Walgreens in my Pikachu boxers. <laughs> so yes. uh, at eight thirty at night. It's not super late for normal people, crazy late Look, for me. <laughs> if women po- if women's clothes don't have pockets, I can wear men's underwear as shorts that is the only fair trade that's right (laughs) i'm taking it um but anyway so at 3 a.m he was like so sick and he went to sit on the edge of the bathtub and he fell and i heard something hit the bathtub first and i was like oh my god my lip scrub and he looked at me he goes what and i was like nothing (laughs) (laughs) i knew i knew and so he got up to throw up, and I was, like, rubbing his back, and I look over, and I was like, oh, my God, there it is. Oh, my God, do I reach over and pick it up now or wait? Oh, God, my lip scrub. Oh, I hope it's okay. What if it's not? Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> so, my lady. Yeah. It was not – I was obviously very concerned about my boyfriend, everyone, before you start throwing oh, accusations. Mm-hmm. But also, that's how great our sponsors are. <laughs> this is very sacred to Violet. Is especially that lip scrub. 
It's a snack this. you can eat. No. no. <laughs> you can't eat. You can eat all snacks, but not with a lip gloss. Quit it. <laughs> Quit it. Yeah. You can't handle. Um, you know what, what I realized the other day? What? Ouch, my shoulder popped. That was um, your shoulder? Holy oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh, I must have dropped something in my ear. Wait. <laughs> so my shoulders do this all the time. I do it on the podcast all the time. I'm, I'm so sorry. Hold on. Okay. It's never um, that loud. Wow. <laughs> Inf- it's one of those things about hypothyroidism that no one tells you that your joints pop it's like yeah you're gonna be sleepy and your skin's gonna be dry and your metabolism sucks and your heart rate's low and irregular but your shoulders everything pops it's very weird anyway um i haven't i was just thinking about this and i don't want to jinx myself but i've been walking to and from work and nothing weird has happened in a long time my suspicion is because the temperature is feels like 100 degrees but i saw a puppy today everyone's too hot to annoy anyone too hot to be weird so yeah i'll take it did we talk about the fact that oj simpson has a twitter i don't think we did but he should die in a fire yeah i know i posted that thing today but i always just I think that's a really bad habit about me that I do is when I do have the time at work to think about things, I'm not like, my brain goes through a rigmarole. It's like, oh, hey, you should look up recipes to help you get in shape. You should start working out after work before you make dinner and before you clean the litter box and all this other shit that you do. Like, you should fit in time to do this and this and this and this. Also, why does OJ Simpson have a Twitter? Like, every single day. Hook onto that. I know. And it's and you don't write anything down and then no. you just tweet about OJ Simpson. <laughs> I don't tag him in it though cuz I don't Oh wait, there is a really good story. I heard Donald Trump got taken to court over blocking people on Twitter. Did he? When he was and, the president? And yeah, and he is not allowed to block people on Twitter while he's a president because everyone, even if they hate him, has a right to bring their concerns to the government. Yep, because it's a government Twitter now, which is hilarious because as soon as I read that article, the first thing I saw is Stephen King start tweeting at him. Yeah. <laughs> my that, child. For those of you that don't know, Stephen King used to, like, batter him consistently on Twitter, so much to the point that Donald Trump blocked him. I Which he was it. very proud of, yeah. <laughs> but now he's got his full power back. <laughs> so I love that every day when Donald Trump pops up in my feed, it's because Stephen King or Steve Bloom yeah, are talking him. trash to him. Yeah, Steve Bloom is one of the most prolific voice actors in the world. If you have watched a cartoon, you have heard Steve Bloom's voice. 100%. I want to see his face when I know his face. He's no, he's cute. a voice he actor. Looks like my dad. 
don't He's know what so my sweet. dad looks like. That's oh. what I wanted to look like. Oh, wow. I just That's realized the no one... <laughs> He looks like my dad. No one in my mind. The joke that I was making. Oh, my God. Also, Steve uh, Bloom is a South African photographer. It's B L U M. Oh. Sorry. Blum. He was the voice of Tom the Toonami robot. Um, Spike from Cowboy Bebop. He's Wolverine. In I think it would be so fun to be a voice actor. I think so too. Someone hire me. How do I do that? What just... do... Just uh, imagine Robin Williams in the opening of Mrs. Doubtfire. I do voices. <laughs> Look, I'm a hot dog. That's funny because he really does voices. <laughs> He's the best. Sorry, I had to put my cat's nose and I forgot I was recording a podcast. <laughs> I am not cutting that because that was fucking pure. <laughs> Sometimes it's just got to happen. Make that the intro and the bit at the end. <laughs> Double whammy. Boop, boop. I so hope precious. I tricked you guys into thinking that I wasn't going to put the Kool Aid Man at the end. <laughs> I hope you haven't listened to this week's episode yet. Surprise! There were two ends. Oh, ooh! Fight me! Right. I'm saving all my podcasts for when I finish the Dead Zone because I had to take a break on it. Um, which I think I talked about, but uh. At Magical Goo, Jelly and I are doing a year of Stephen King books um, starting in July. So we're That's... starting with The Dead Zone. I was like, it's July. I was like, you're late. <laughs> I was technically late. She's done. And I'm like five hours into the book because I listen She's to Audible. Fucking dedicated and so good at doing stuff. I'm like, hey, I almost like I did one third of the things I needed to do. And she's like up at six fucking killing it right now she's having tequila i love it is she leslie nope i guess so yes <laughs> love yes. it golly it's huh. insane she's i'm halfway a, through yeah. carnivorous plants on nature is wild you should check it out it's so terrifying. good <laughs> i can't wait to finish the dead zone and catch up on all my podcasts including my own <laughs> including my own <laughs> Man, every time I edit the podcast and I laugh, I'm like, motherfuck. Someone made me, my own podcast make me laugh. It's good. I guess it's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Good could then be much I'm worse. like, what if I'm the only one I think is funny? <laughs> Wait. Wait, what? Hold on. So you only laugh at yourself? No, no, no. I meant okay. like everyone on the podcast. Like, what if I think we're funny, but no one else does? If you think we're funny, please... Oh, (laughs) yeah! It definitely sounded like you only laugh at yourself when you listen to that, which is hilarious. I I need that type of self confidence. She laughs at everybody else while she's podcasting, but when she listens back, she's like, "Ugh, these trash women! I'm hilarious." Never, never. I've been trying to do things to boost my confidence. Okay, the perm was my first step. But that didn't go well. Oh. Um. I mean, that's why I get my nails done and I dye my hair funny colors. Yeah. I'm trying 
but it it's not like I my problem is and I've tweeted about this and I think people took it the wrong way they did I did I, know. I did not respond to it I know I was like do not what? feel the fire I just don't care about like anything involving myself I'm just like <laughs> whatever like Whatever happens, happens. Que sera, sera. It's it not like... It basically came out to, fuck drinking more water, I hate myself, I'm going to die anyway. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know about this. No, I was like, I just, I smoke cigarettes. I have no desire to, like, better myself health-wise. That's what it was. I have no desire to, like, change my eating habits or anything. <sighs> like, no. whatsoever. I don't think anything's wrong with your eating habits. I don't think anything's wrong, period. I just think you should love yourself. Yeah, and that's that's my problem, is it's it's not that I don't, like, I'm fine with me, but that's the thing, it's just because I don't care. <laughs> I just, I don't have time. I don't have time to think about caring about the way my calves look in boots. Maybe or if boots that. even fit your calves. Me. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. I'll never forget the day I went to the chubby girl store to try on chubby girl high boots and the lady was like oh do you need help with those and I was like I get it lady okay I get it but no I'm not gonna try them on because I'm too chicken I will wear flats and converse till I die I got thighs boots. I mean calves also thighs but mostly calves like I started working out and I'm doing a weekly measurement because pounds aren't indicative of your size um and being smaller is not my goal it's being fitter i want to wear small clothes and flip trucks that is my goal um like it and i gained an inch in my calf in like two weeks like my <laughs> calf was like Whoa! and so now i have very big calves <laughs> nice and... that could break bricks I really want to find out if I can crush a watermelon with my thighs to be one hundo, like to be one hundo honest. I would hundred percent know I would pull muscle in a weird area, like my neck, <laughs> like I can't like commit. your left butt cheek. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. I pull my butt cheeks from sitting. Like I get tired from eating. Oh, all the time. Like the muscles in your pulling a muscle are different. Well, like, yeah, I've strained so many weird places, like my, like, tongue, like the thing under your tongue. I've, like, pulled that before. What? Yeah. How do you... I don't want to know. I want to <laughs> know everything. Your tongue is a massive muscle. <laughs> and it's ripped. No, and I'm it's, just kidding. <laughs> shredded, dude. I you eat everything with tongue, only bro? my tongue. I chew with my tongue. Dude, right true with my tongue. That would be a nasty sound. Just your tongue flopping around in your mouth. Ew, I hate it. <laughs> Gross. I love being able to make funny faces and no one else can actually see them except for the people. This is an audio medium. Yep. It's 2019. Get it together, universe. I, well, I would record the video and put it on YouTube if I didn't know we'd instantly get demonetized because I say words like fuck a lot. Isn't, isn't that kind of crazy that we live in an age? In a world. In a world. Where fuck is not acceptable. Like, I just don't, I, I, I don't get it. 
I don't want to get it. I don't. They used to I put up like an eighteen it. plus thing, right? Like, are you eighteen and older? Yes. Yeah. Carry on. Like, YouTube. I, I love you. YouTube. And also, I hate you with every fiber in my being. I did. Like, I don't want to watch wholesome content. I do. I mean, I don't not want to watch wholesome content. What's wholesome though? Like, how many videos can you watch of someone cutting their own bangs? <laughs> or soap. Truly. You know what I want? Or you know what I'm going to do after this podcast? I'm going to hate watch it every second. I'm going to watch that new Tana Mojo show on MTV. Mm. I need to cut my bangs. Should I report? <laughs> I was like, that's oh, a different turn. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. Tana Mojo has a show on MTV? Tana oh, turns yes. 21. The trailer is like, yeah, and the trailer is like her, like, having a blast, and one of the quotes is like, how can you be so irresponsible, and they like, it's something on fire, and she's like, oh, and then the rest is her crying, so as soon as Uh, I saw that, I was like, oh, I'll watch it. I love to watch that bitch cry. Love it. I'll watch it. You only turn 21 once, so is this, like, this is it. This is all anyone needs. And also, it's basically her channel. Just MTV's paying her now. Yeah, truly. I also you know saw what? that... Go, Tana. Get your money. <laughs> Get your money. I'm gonna hate watch you cry all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I god. We should air quotes. Hate watch. But... It's the same as reality TV. It's why people... Yeah. Yeah. It's garbage, no, but it's not my garbage. It's being fascinated with other people's things and just turning it off. It's not yours to deal with. Hmm. Never thought about it that way. I didn't know that that is why people do that. I just also have a fascination with, like, how rea- reality stars cry. Ugh. Like, Kim oh, Kardashian's, like, cry, you know? like Yes. I cry so infrequently that when it happens, I'm like, what? I, I cry, cry, cry all the time. I tear up all the time. Oh, but okay. Like, when I cry, cry, I'm like, why are these tears spilling over my head? <laughs> I feel uh, like over Sasha- my head. <laughs> I just picture I'm going like, Ooh. <laughs> literally like out your ducks and over your head. That doesn't make sense to the listeners. Sorry. No, just imagine that I have cartoon eyeballs. Only it's just the tears, not the eyeballs, and the tears <laughs> are going over my head. <laughs> there we go. Done. I feel like Sasha cries like. I cry, where you just constantly go. Yeah. Oh, well. I just like, push them back into my eyes. Whatever, just press it back into my face. It's moisturizer now, okay. I don't I'm even not- focus on the actual tears, because I'll let them fall, but I just try to not make any noises. Like, <laughs> oh, no. like if I'm like... <laughs> or, yeah. yeah. Mine's always the snot Mine- kissing away, because I'm like... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, this is such cool noises. Sorry, everyone. This is how we cry. How do you cry? Tweet us at Murder Bliss. <laughs> Tell me your dreams and why you cry about them. <laughs> oh, God. Send us your dreams and we're gonna make an episode. Dreams. Dreams. With violence. We're just gonna call it Dreams Blows. Dreams Blow. Dreams Dreams Blows. Um, dreams Blows. Yeah. Okay. Dreams do blow if you're me, but the good thing about that is that I'm good at telling you that your dreams don't blow. Your dreams don't blow, Mari. 
I felt pretty attacked that last time. Yeah, I was offended, <laughs> but, like, not offended because it wasn't you attacking me, but yes. Google was attacking me. <laughs> Google Dreams. And it was like, Google. you were in my psyche, and I didn't like it. I shouldn't have said Google Dreams because now I feel like Google is going to hear that and be like, oh, shit, we have to steal her idea. That's or such a great idea. Where a girl Google is. has put their name in front of every noun there is uh, on the planet. Google has jobs. <laughs> Whoa. Did you just say Google hand drops? She sure did. I was going to say Google porn, but you know what? Google hand jobs is hey, Look at that. They go together. Hand A plus B equals C. Hand job and hand job. Oh, bless. Now I'm going to stop talking for the rest of the episode. No, you're not. I'm not going to let you. I'm going to need some comic relief in the middle of this. Oh, bless. I'm like, I'm kind of nervous about it. Then. Why? Because you were like, it's a lie, I gotta get it out of me. And I'm like, oh, uh, hello. Okay. Is this, is this our seamless roll into the story? Yes. Into I the case? checked our fodder amount. Yes, you can seamlessly roll into <laughs> Seamless. Guys. Seamless. Today. Um... I am very sorry for the listeners. Uh, if you don't like serial killers and you don't like murder and you don't like true crime and you, <laughs> you squeamish, you squeamish and you don't want to and you can't even and you're offended, I'm, you, try, you just want to go now. We're going to do a heavy hitter today. And Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Tell your friends that like to cry and buy. Um, yeah, so um, today we're going to talk about Richard Ramirez. Oh, I don't remember who this is. I can see your faces. Do you remember Violet? No? Wow. Okay. Well, I'm afraid to remember. Let me, let me bless your eardrums. All right. Uh, so... Oh, I thought you were going to play a sound clip, and I was like, no, 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 I'm no, not ready. <laughs> I would have given you a warning. Also, I'm not that organized. Um, so, Richard Ramirez was born in El Paso, Texas, February 29th, 1960. Uh, he's the youngest of five kids in, um, uh, God, I already lost my spot, and I'm two sentences in. <laughs> Uh, listen, his, listen. They had a lot of siblings. He had a lot of siblings, and his dad was a. Um, he worked for the Santa Fe Railroad. He was a bit abusive, quite mm-hmm. abusive to all of the kids, which is just like, hey, That's red. Super shitty. Yeah. Also, very common in these cases we talk about is like an abusive parent. So, um, check that off the list. Um, so. He's like fine in school and everything, and he's just kind of around. Um, he starts hanging around his older cousin Miguel or Mike Ramirez, who was a decorated U.S. Green Beret combat veteran. So he's hanging out with his cousin Mike, and cousin Mike is like, Look at these really awesome pictures of what I did to people in Vietnam. And it's Polaroids of his own victims, and most of them were Vietnamese women who he had raped. 
and in one of the photos, uh, his cousin Mike is posed with like the severed head of a woman that he had killed because he's demented and he's showing off. And so I hate it. Yeah. So this is, and Richard Ramirez is 12, like very impressionable, the most impressionable age one might argue. Um, so he's around the golden star cousin, Mike, and, um, he's started doing drugs with his cousin. Um, they bonded over joints and like just being gross. And, uh, cousin Mike taught him some of his military skills, such as like being stealth and how to like, you know, move or maneuver around places. Uh, Richard began to, um, kind of leave home more often than not. He began to run away and then he would, um, often sleep in cemeteries, which, I mean, when you're 12 or 13, why not sleep in a cemetery in Texas? It seems super chill. Um, so he's hanging out with his cousin Mike on May 4th, 1973. So his cousin Mike is a little bit older than he is. He was old enough to have a wife and he had two kids. His wife, Jesse, came in and was like, look, you know, you got to stop hanging out with your cousin all the time. Like, I need you to work. We need food and money and stuff. And so uh, cousin Mike doesn't like that. And he takes a 38 caliber revolver and shoots his wife, kills Jesse, shoots her in the face right in front of Richard, and... It's Mike's uh, wife? Yeah. He kills his own wife in front of his cousin. Yeah, he kills his own wife in front of his cousin. And so, Richard... Do what? Baby cousin. Baby cousin, yeah. Yeah, so Richard's, like, not... He's kind of like, what just happened? Like, he'd been shown all of these kind of graphic images and stuff they talked about, and he, like, his cousin had taught him how to sneak around and stuff, but to see something like this, he was kind of just like, what? And so people around him said he became withdrawn from his, like, family and peers. But it turns out that his, um, shit, where did I put it? So cousin Mike uh, was obviously arrested for the murder of his wife, Jesse, and he um, was never convicted because of uh they said it was insanity so he did four years in a mental hospital and for those four years Richard moved to LA I believe yeah he moved to um LA temporarily to hang out with his sister and brother-in-law um his older sister Ruth was married to this guy named Roberto who was an obsessive peeping Tom so to go from cousin Mike who showed you all this graphic shit and then kills his wife in front of you and then go hang out with peeping Tom, Roberto. Like, wow, winners all around. What positive male influences he had. Um, so, yeah, they would go out in the middle of the night and he would teach him how to be a peeping Tom. Uh, this is also when Richard started doing LSD. So, super chill. And it was the late 70s, he started looking into Satanism. Now, Satanism today, I believe, is 
vastly different than what it was seen to be in the 80s and 90s, like 70s and 80s. You know what I mean? Because, like, the 80s was a satanic panic. Okay. So he began kind of experimenting is not the right word, but, like, kind of looking into these, like, sexual fantasies and violence, and he, like practice like knots and like bondage and stuff he was while he was in school he's like not even in high school yet he took a job at a holiday inn uh he would hang out in the rooms while the people were gone and when they would come back he would like jump out of the closet and scare them and see like how far how much he can get away with he would like see how long he could sit in there before they noticed him i mean that's a little bit funny it's a little funny, but it's, like, also terrifying. Like, yes. I will always, like, I've always done this. Anytime I go into a hotel, I'm, like, checking. I open every door. Open every door, look under the bed, like, yeah. and I check all the vents for cameras. and. Yeah. But he's already been, like, he's already been to, like, Peeping Tom School and How to like, Stealth 101. So he's, like, kind of good at this. Nothing says perfect, like, sexual assault and murder. <laughs> this is how we get serial killers this, this is, how, is gets... how we get ants <laughs> <laughs> exactly um so he was fired because he was a fucking weirdo no so Aww, a hotel guest it's re- a specific incident all right mm, yeah a hotel guest returned to his room to find richard uh attempting to rape his wife uh the husband and the wife beat richard up like took to bits he was beat to bits basically um he was fuck richard i know he's beaten at the scene criminal charges were dropped when the couple who lived out of state didn't want to come back to testify they were like we just want to forget this ever happened um oh my god yeah so this was all before the ninth grade what were you doing in the ninth grade um I was growing my hair out from a very bad haircut and experimenting with the type of fashion I wanted to wear. That sounds pretty normal for an 8th grader. over Beyblades and very, very into Yu-Gi-Oh. Love it. I had braces and my wisdom teeth taken out at the same time. Wow. So, I think we're the real winners from today. Um, yeah. So, at the age of 22, he moved to California where he has settled permanently. Uh, so now we're going to start his spree. Kind of. Yeah, it's a spree. Alright guys, this is not fun. I'm sorry. But it's so goddamn weird. Okay? So we're going to get into it. On April 10th, 1984, Richard Ramirez murdered a 9-year-old me Lu- oh god me luing l e u n g in a hotel basement where he was living in san francisco uh he raped and beat her and before stabbing her to death he hung her body from a pipe this is actually richard ramirez's first known killing but it was not um connected to him until 2009 when dna was matched to a sample that had been taken from the crime scene. Isn't that insane? 2009. No, thank you. Yeah. 
So, on June 28, 1984, 79-year-old Jenny Cow was found brutally murdered in her apartment in Los Angeles. Uh, she'd been stabbed repeatedly while asleep in her bed, and her throat slashed so deeply that she was almost decapitated. Like, I can't cut carrots. How do people cut people's heads off? I don't know. I don't know. But that was June 28th, 1984. March 17th, 1985. That's the next year. Richard attacked 22-year-old Maria Hernandez outside her home uh, in Rosemead. So all of these happened in California. And I don't know the layout of California, but from everything I've read or listened to or watched, they're all very sporadic. They're all, like, smaller neighborhoods or counties or cities or whatever, but they're all, like, no one talked to each other. We'll get to that. Um, so he shot 22-year-old Miranda Hernandez in the face with a 22 caliber handgun. Um, he approached her as she was, like, parking her car and got out of her garage, and he saw, or, like, she saw him, and he shoots her, and she puts her hands over her face to, like, protect her face, well, the keys are in her hands, and the keys deflect the bullet. <gasps> yeah. So yes. She, yeah, so she survives. Um, but inside was her roommate, Dale Okazaki, who was 34, and they heard the gunshots, and they ducked down behind the counter, and when Richard saw, or, like, Richard popped into the kitchen and shot her once in the forehead, killing her instantly. So, within an hour of that attack, an hour, um, he pulled 30-year-old Desai Leanne Veronica, she went by Veronica, you, out of her car in Monterey Park, shot her twice with the same gun, and fled. Uh, she was pronounced dead instantly. The two murders uh, in a single day attracted in like such crazy news media. And they gave him his first two nicknames, the walk-in killer and the valley intruder. So, uh, just 10 days later, March 27, 1985, Richard entered a home. He um, had burgled previously in Whittier. Um, it was about 2 a.m. And he killed Vincent Zazara, who was age 64, who was asleep. He shot him in the head with the same twenty-two caliber gun um uh vincent's wife maxine she was 44 she was awoken by the gunshot obviously and richard beat her bound her head hands while demanding to know where her valuables were so all of like all of his murders or all of his attacks are consistent with like burglaring and asking the people where their valuables are and that's like the only thing yeah, it's so weird, because so far he's, like, walked up to someone and shot at them. Yeah, everything else is, like, knuck and fuss. So random. Oh, my God. So, he ransacked the room. Maxine, he'd she had been tied up, and she escapes, and she goes for the shotgun that's under the bed, but it wasn't loaded. And this made Richard mad, and he shot her three times, and he got a large... That's the thing, like, you shot her three times, like, leave her alone. Uh, he, you're not even to where I am yet, and I'm already like, yeah, right, guys? 
so he shot her three times, and then he got a large carving knife from the kitchen, and he mutilated her body by stabbing her several times. And then he took her eyes and put them in a jewelry box, and he took it with him. Um, but... I don't want to live on this planet anymore. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. The autopsy did determine that the eyes were taken after she had been murdered. That's great. That doesn't make it better, but... If you are in a house where you are armed, please just be prepared. Make sure it's maybe loaded, but kids aren't around. I don't know. None of them. Bed. Side. Uh, machete. That's a good idea. I mean, just weigh your options and your safety. Look, I'm I want you guys saying... to know. Someone busts in this room. He's like, I'm going to kill you. Guess what? Look at the time this takes. He's like, one second. I got to get out of my sheath. Hold on one second. Can you not? Boom. I, mean... I got it. I had it a minute ago, but. I did struggle because it <laughs> fell last night, but it will not fall again. <laughs> I'd be like, get my machete. Excuse me, Boris, can I just get my machete real quick? <laughs> if you Boris, wake up my don't cat, touch mommy's I... machete. <laughs> you know, that's Legit, how. though. That's how moms feel about newborn babies. Like, can you wake up my baby? <laughs> if you wake up my cat, I will rip I will. the skin off your body. <laughs> I follow yeah, a first-time mom on Twitter, and she's like, fuck fireworks! Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. She is so real about being a mom, too. Oh, she is. I really I love appreciate it. it. Me too. Um, so, eyeballs. Cool. Yikes. Bedside machete. Bed. Car hatchet. <laughs> All the things Violet believes in. <laughs> sharpened garden hoe. Get it. Um, so... As outside of a window, they found, they eventually found uh, a Via shoe print, like sneaker prints in the flower bed. And this ends up being one of the only pieces of like physical evidence they ever got on him. So, but it's outside of this last attack with the eyeballs that he left the um, shoe print. So on May 14th, same year, Richard returns to Monterey Park. He entered the home of Bill Doyce, 66, and his disabled wife, Lillian, who was 56. And he surprised Bill in the bedroom. He shot him in the face with a 22 semi-automatic pistol as Bill went for his own handgun. So this guy just got shot in the face, and he's still reaching for his own gun. Um, after Richard just cannot leave well enough alone and beats him up, he goes to Lillian's room. He bound her with thumb cuffs and raped her and ransacked the home for valuables. Um, Bill later died of injuries in the hospital. As far as I can tell, Lillian lived, but how awful. On the night of May 29, 1985, Richard Ramirez drove a stolen Mercedes-Benz to Monrovia. He stopped at the house of Ma Bell, who was 83, and her sister Florence uh, Lang, who was 81. He, um, he found a hammer in the kitchen, and he bludgeoned and bound um, Florence in her bedroom. He then bound and bludgeoned Bell, Ma Bell before using an electrical cord to shock her. After raping Florence, he used um, lipstick to draw a pentagram on her thigh, as well as both the walls in the bedroom. I hate killers that love Satanism. Like, get yeah. a new shtick, boys. Like, 
God bless. It's so... Uh, who Also, who the fuck has this much time on their hands? I don't know, man. Yo, I'm, I haven't showered in four days. But this guy can murder, like, fucking 30 people in a week? Like, god damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, those two women were actually discovered alive two days later, but they were both comatose. Uh, Ma Bell later died because of her injuries and... Florence survived. Did you just say that two women that had been beat with fucking hammers were found two days later alive? Uh, yeah, buddy, I did. That's worse than death. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have so many bad dreams. Don't I'm worry, so I'll sorry. interpret them next week. <laughs> I told you. Oh I told god. you this is why I wanted this one over with. Oh my god, I... You I'm get it? so sad, but also... Okay. Okay. The next day, there's no rest for the wicked. Literally, probably became from this case. Uh, the next day, Richard drove to... Uh, he drove the same car to Burbank, and he snuck into the home of Carol Kyle, who's 42. Um, he bound Carol and her 11-year-old son with handcuffs and ransacked the house. He released um, her son to direct him, like, to show him where all the family valuables were. And uh, when he did that, he tied the son back up, put him in the closet, and then raped his mom repeatedly. Um, uh, Apparently, sorry, I just, like... Uh, during the rape of Carol Kyle, multiple, Richard ordered her to not look at him, and if he, he said that if she looked at him, he would cut her eyes out, and she didn't know that was, like, a valid threat, like, I've already done it once. Um, he took the kid out of the closet, and he ran away. He actually took the kid out of the closet, he tied mother and son together and then he ran away so they survived um on the night of july 2nd 1985 he drove another stolen car to arcadia he random he's randomly selecting these houses um of uh mary louise cannon who was 75 and after entering her home he found her asleep in her bed he bludgeoned her until unconsciousness with a lamp and repeatedly stabbed her using a 10-inch butcher knife from her kitchen. She did not survive. Just <laughs> I mean, that's like, so the, uh, the reason he's able to go so long, and they talk about it in like almost every podcast I listen to, is that he's going to all these different locations. Well, it's it's 1985. Like, this is before VICAP. Police departments aren't talking to each other. So, because the only, like, the only thing that kind of matches each other is that there's a burglary. The officers are like, well, we've got this case out here in Arcadia, you know, and he's just been stabbed with a butcher knife and hit with a lamp. Like, it's so random. Like, all they're not piecing them together. Yeah. So that's just, just like, just Ugh. not, blech. Uh, July 5th, three days later, 1985, uh, 
Richard broke into the home uh, in Sierra Madre, which is a different location than where we've been before. Uh, he bludgeoned a 16-year-old Winnie Bennett with a tire iron. Uh, she was asleep because that's when he comes out as a knight. Uh, he's looking in the knife in the kitchen for a knife. He attempted to strangle her with a telephone cord, but when he touched the cords together, it like sparked up, and she began to breathe. And he thought it was like like a divine intervention thing, and he thought that Jesus was saving this girl, and so he just ran away. How, like, what? I can't unmute fast enough to be like, oh, now Jesus cares? Like, now Jesus? <laughs> but just to be like... Pick your stick, man. Are you a yeah. Jesus guy or are you a Satan guy? Like, yeah. Well, I don't think... Pick one. I don't think he wanted Jesus anywhere near his. But, um, so Winnie Dennett, Bennett did survive. Uh, she did, however, require 478 stitches to her scalp just her scalp. July 7, 1985. Two days later, Richard Ramirez burglarizes the home of Lucille Nelson, 61, in Monterey Park. Uh, she was asleep on the living room couch. He beat her to death using his fist and kicking her in the head. A shoe print from his Avia sneaker was imprinted on her face. Um, he's cruising the neighborhood. He goes back to Monterey Park and uh, chose the house of Sophia Dickman, who was 63. He assaulted uh, and handcuffed her at gunpoint, attempted to rape her, and stole her jewelry. She swore to him that he had taken everything, and he didn't believe her, and he was like, swear to Satan that I've taken everything. And she was like, okay, yeah, sure, swear to Satan. So this is where it starts, where he he makes everyone say, swear to Satan, that I've got all your valuables. July 20th, 1985, Richard Ramirez purchased a machete and uh, took a stolen Toyota to Glendale. He picked the home of Leela Netting, 66, and her husband, Maxon, who was 68. They were sleeping in their bedroom. He hacked them. I hate that word. He chopped them. He mutilated them with the machete, and then he shot them in the head with the twenty-two caliber handgun. As a proud owner of a machete and an advocate of bedside machetes, I do not approve this use of the machete. Machete is to be used for vigilante justice and camping. And that's it! And camping. <laughs> Mainly camping. <laughs> For the love of God, mainly keep it in its sheath. <sighs> yeah, so he mutilated them, then he shoots them, and then he goes back to mutilating them. So now the police are really just like, this is Glendale. This is the first one that's happening, Glendale. They're like, what the what? Um, he threw the items he had taken from the uh the netting family over a fence and he's just like i'll come back for these later uh he drove to sun valley and at 4 15 he broke into the home of the oh i'm so sorry i'm gonna butcher this name covenaneth 
Kavanana family. Uh, he shot Chainarong Kavanana in the head with a twenty-five caliber handgun that killed him instantly. Um, repeatedly raped some kid, Kavananath, beating and sodomizing her. He bound the couple's scared eight-year-old son before dragging some kid, the mom, around the house to reveal the location of any valuables. Um, during his assault, he made her swear to Satan that he had anything worth that, like anything worth money. Um, but Sam Kim and her son survived. He didn't touch the kid. Um, thank God, right? Maybe. On August 6, 1985, Richard drove to Northridge and broke into the home of Chris and Virginia Peterson. Um, Virginia was only 27, and what does it say? Chris was like 36. Like, they were the youngest couple he attacked. Um, so he comes in their bedroom. He tries to shoot Virginia in the face with the, oh, no, he shot her in the face with a handgun. And then he shot Chris in the temple and then attempted to run. But Chris fights back and he is hit two more times in the struggle before Ramirez runs away. So this guy is shot three times and he's still fighting this guy. That's so metal. I just... Right? Maybe both... that's what I need to get me fit. Because I just want to be able to take three gunshots and still tackle a guy and rip his jugular out with my own teeth. It doesn't say where the other two shots were, but he had one <laughs> shot in the face. Like, Yeah, if you get shot in the temple, that's supposed to kill you. That's yeah. why they put the gun mm-hmm. when they're threatening you. Mm-hmm. Not this guy. He's not going down. Also, the... I am concerned about Violet. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to put that out on the table. Both couples survive, or both of those, they both survived. Guys, we're almost done. Oh, good. <laughs> I caught myself crying a minute ago. No, God. I was like, why are my eyes super wet? <laughs> we just talked about this. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, okay. Oh, I'm doing it again. Quit. No, no. Okay. okay. Let me let me inter- I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> let me interrupt oh, you, but we're keep worried going. about Violet. <laughs> just kidding. You know what? Let's hear your dreams, okay? That's where it all comes up. Anytime. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, On August 8th, 1985, which is a rough year, uh, Richard drove another stolen car to Diamond Bar and chose the home of Sakina Abawath, who was 27, and her husband, Elias Abawath, who was 31. Just kidding. These are the youngest people. Uh, sometime after 2.30 in the morning, he entered the house, went to the master bedroom. He instantly shoots Elias in the face and kills him with a uh, twenty-five caliber handgun. Who even cares at this point? Uh, not, not that that happened. No, 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 no. What the caliber of the handgun is. I don't know why I copy and paste that. Um, he handcuffed and beat Sakina while, again, forcing her to show him where all the family jewelry and wealth is. Uh, He did rape and sodomize her. He demanded that she swear to Satan that she would not scream during the assaults. Okay. 
just I know this sounds cold hearted and insensitive mm-hmm. once again, but I'm being genuinely like, where's your thought process? I guess no thought process here. Mm-hmm. Just idiocy, mm-hmm. pure blind idiocy. But okay, you know how when you work two jobs and you're like, God, I'm making so much money. I'm tired and I hate myself and I don't have time for anything, but I have so much money and you don't have time to spend the money. Mm-hmm. That never crossed his mind. No. That he's like been so busy just murdering and raping and torturing people and stealing. That's what gets me. I think that's what confuses me the most is that he's stealing along the way. Yeah. You know like, the, What are like, you going to do with all this money? You've murdered like 20 billion people at this point. Like, so he still, he did have an apartment. Like he had to pay rent. So we know he at least paid rent. But all right (laughs) okay i have no uplifting notes um literally not a single one uh so the couple's three-year-old son came into the bedroom and richard tied up the kid and then he just continued to rape sakina I was so hoping you were going to say the kid, like, beat him over the head with a baseball bat. (laughs) A machete out of it with his onesie. Every time, you're like, and then the eight-year-old son, I'm like, this is it. This is when he gets taken down by a fucking child. This is it. Um, Another day. Perfect. (laughs) Um, So, Richard left the home. He, or Sakina, ended up untying her son, and she sent him to the neighbors for help. He's three! He's three, and everyone's traumatized, and this is terrible, and I'm sorry. Um, so Richard had been following, like, the news and stuff, and it, I don't think he, like, loved the attention, but he wasn't mad at it either. He wasn't like, yes, give me more attention. I think he was just, like, sick. So on August 18th, he entered the home of Peter and Barbara Pan. He shot Peter, age 66, in the temple in his sleep with a twenty five caliber handgun. Um he beat and raped Barbara, who was sixty two, before he shot her in the head and he left her to die. Um at the crime scene, Richard used lipstick to draw a pentagram and the phrase Jack the Knife on the bedroom wall, which is just a Judas Priest lyric. God, if I yeah. were Judas Priest, I would Ugh. I bet they want their money back. Yeah, oh my god, I just hate, I yeah. hate people like that. Yeah. I used to bully kids like that. <laughs> Not murderers. I hope I bullied a murderer. <laughs> Maybe I convinced him out of murdering. <laughs> there you go. Maybe he's like, what? Maybe I should be a rapist. And then I bullied him and he was like, shit, not messing with women. Never mind. That 5-5 five right. five chubby bitch is scary. <laughs> <sighs> I want that to be on my tombstone. But 5-2. Okay. Um, uh, so when they ran ballistics tests and stuff, they found the uh, shoe print from the L.A. crime that the Avias, they matched the scene from the Pan crime that I just told you about. So... Like I said, these shoes is the only real piece of evidence they have, like physical evidence. So San Francisco's then mayor, Diane Feinstein, <laughs> accidentally let it slip in a televised press conference that they were looking for the owner of an 11 and a half Avia sneaker. 
So the detectives were pissed. And um, that night, Richard threw his 11 and a half size Via Snickers off the Golden Gate Bridge. And I'm there goes throw that him of evidence. Off the fucking Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, you, I almost wonder if he was like, "Should I go? Should my shoes go? <laughs> God, you, you should, should I go. go or should my shoes save the shoes? Save the shoes. Save the Avias. No, no, no. It's 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 not fine. But you know what? If this is how history happened and he fucking didn't kill himself, good because I hope he gets fucking caught by the end. It's not fuck fucking hope he gets fucking. His toenails ripped off every day in prison until he gets fucking murdered. All right, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm I just, upset. I like you two are completely opposite in your reactions to things because when Violet gets heated, she's like, neck out. She's like, here I am. Rawr. And Sasha's like, good night. I'm done. I'm a turtle. I'm a stressed turtle. <laughs> I clicked over to her and she's totally sunken into her own neck. I feel that. That's um. Cool. It's fine. fine. This is fine. This is fine. Uh, August 24th, same year. Traveled. Uh, he goes to Mission Viejo. Uh, he arrives at the home of James Romero, who just returned from out of town. Uh, Romero's 13-year-old son, James Romero III, was awake. And he heard Richard outside of his house. And he's like, what the WTF, Dad, there's a prowler outside. And so he pays attention to the orange car, and this 13-year-old kid, James Romero III, writes down the freaking tags. Get it. He writes down the plate. He wrote down the color and make the model of the star, the car, and the plate. Dear Richard, uh, suck a dick. Love, James Romero the third. The third. year olds with notepads. The third. <laughs> Uh, every 13 year old a notepad and just have them start writing down every car that drives past them. right what a great that's weird that's what i used to okay that was like a weird quirk i'll call it a quirk mm-hmm. but when i was like seven years old i think i watched my first law and order and they were like do we have the plates and I'm like no plates and i was just like i'm gonna look at every single license plate and try and memorize it <laughs> so for like years i would be like hey mom do you know what that blue volkswagen beetle license plate was and she's like i have no idea what you're talking about i'm like wh6-024 she's like cool no one cares (laughs) i still write it down if i see an odd vehicle like uh i keep post-it notes in my car and if i see an odd vehicle parked on the side of the road or anything shady i write down the i do too (laughs) i'm usually walking the dog and sometimes i'll take a picture of the tag or if i can like put it in my notes Yes. Yeah, I'm right. So many pictures of license plates. It's not funny. I'm there with you, James Romero the third. So he tells his dad, and they call the police and give him the tip. Um. Yes. I know. So after this, police aren't saying anything. Um, Richard broke into the house. Bill Carnes, thirty, and his fiance Inez Erickson. He broke into the back door. He goes into the bedroom. They're asleep. He wakes up Bill. Uh, as, like, he cocks his handgun, and that's how he wakes him up. Uh, he shot Bill three times in the head before going to attack Inez. Um, he told Inez that he was the Night Stalker, which is the first time that those words have ever, like, he's been ever referred to that. Um, he forced her to swear that she loved Satan, and he beat her with his fists and bound her 
with like her husband's neckties. Um, uh, yeah, did the same, like, I'm going to take all your cash. I'm going to rape you and it's going to be terrible. Swear to Satan that I have all of your valuables. And she was like, okay, good night, get out of here. And he says, tell them the night stalker was here. And she untied herself, went to the neighbor's house to get help. And they were able to remove two two bullets. Oh, they yeah, yeah. They were able to remove two bullets from Bill's head. And he survived. Both of them survived. People got strong faces. Tie. In 1985. <laughs> Work out your face. <laughs> he shot three times in the face and they took two bullets out. So he still had one bullet in there, but he survived. Um, so since Erickson, he talked the most to Inez um, out of all of his victims and she got the closest look. So she was able to give a detailed description like of him. And so between the shoe prints they had the um, license plate, and then the picture, the police sketch. They um, collect all their evidence together. They found the last stolen car, so the orange one, and they found a single fingerprint on the rearview mirror. Um, yeah, that's a very famous, like, somebody taking off the gloves and adjusting the rearview mirror. He was very careful about all the prints and all of the places that he went, and that's the one time he fucked up. And no, he fucked up a lot, but I mean, when it comes to leaving your prints, that's the one time he didn't he didn't watch himself. And so the prints were ID to officially Richard Ramirez. So he was described as a twenty five year old drifter. Twenty five. Twenty five. Yes. Yes. So he He's had twenty-five-year-old spineless chode. Exactly. Who likes to be called names, but we're gonna call him the chode, dumb chode man. Dumb chode man. <laughs> and now he's serving the rest of his life in prison, man. With his Close. cousin. Okay. Oh okay. wait. Okay. Wait, we're getting there. I was expecting a zero-year sentence because he's obviously crazy. No, that was the cousin, Mike. Um, but anyway. So, he did have, he had been arrested before, but for, like, drugs and stuff. So, they had an old mugshot. So, they had the police sketch and the old mugshot, and they start posting them everywhere. So, on... Have you seen this child? Because he doesn't know how to stop killing people and he raping doesn't. them. Yeah, but then they named him the Night Stalker. And oh, we gotta he, stop nicknaming people. Yeah, he loved that. Yeah, don't get... What? <laughs> Why would you don't get a nickname? Dumb chode man, I'm telling you. Chode man. News media, take my advice. If you want to give them a nickname, give them something they will hate. Mm-hmm. Hate. Didn't they do that with someone? They like called him something, and he would start writing into the news station. I thought it was the Zodiac Killer. It might have been. He I wanted think, to yeah. be something else, but yeah, he kept writing in. But I think that was the way that they caught him, though. Yeah. I feel like well, that's a very specific Criminal Minds episode, but I don't know no, about the real life It's the guy that would kill lovers at Lover's Point. Oh, um, Son of Sam? I think so. But also Zodiac did that. 
Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so, anyway. I hate people. Um, <laughs> the end. So, that was August something. That was earlier in August. August 30th, he goes to, um, he just, vi- a nice little vacation to Tucson, Arizona, to visit his brother. Um, but. It's not his cousin. Yeah, we don't want him to talk to his cousin. But his brother was a criminal, too, so not the greatest. Anyway. Um, he comes back from Los Angeles. He is getting off of the, yeah, the bus terminal. Okay. Coming off the bus station, and um, he just sees a lot of like police, and he's like, "Okay, we're just gonna lay low. We're gonna be cool, be cool." And uh, he goes into the convenience store, and he starts. He like is looking around at the register, and he noticed people are staring at him, and um, there's some Hispanic women, and they're yelling. It says they're yelling El Matador, or the killer. But then he looks I was about up to say, "Hold on, Petey Matador is not going to appreciate this." <laughs> no, but I think there's other translations to. Anyway, um, the women notice him. They're like, "It's the killer, the killer!" And they're yelling it in Spanish. And so he looks up and he sees his own face on the flyers. So he starts to run, and the police are like, "Oh shit, let's go!" It's him. So, um, he's, he ran across the Santa Ana freeway, he attempted to carjack a woman, and he was chased away by her sons, and they just kept going. This, like, whole mob of people finally saw this guy that they've been seeing everywhere all over the news and stuff, and pretty much, like, an angry mob took him down. Um, he ended up, uh, hopping over several fences and he attempted two more carjackings, and every time just, like, picking up more bystanders. Uh, yeah, he was beaten down. He was struck over the head with a metal bar by someone in pursuit. And uh, at the end, by the time the police got up to the angry mob, uh, there was two men physically standing on top of him to keep him down. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. <sighs> That that makes me feel so much better about my car hatchet. <laughs> you never know when you're gonna need it. If I mean, if that guy tried to fucking and what he tried to carjack me without one hand, he'd just be like, "Pshing!" He'd be like, "Never mind." <laughs> Jk, forget <laughs> it. But this also, thing is so sharp, I could circumcise a gnat. But it's 1985, and these are neighborhoods. So as people are running, people are seeing this angry mob going through their backyard, and they're calling 911, and they're calling 911. So it's the opposite of the bystander effect. Everyone is on top of it. Yes. Everyone wants this guy. Um, so he's arrested. He has some dumb quotes. He's the, literally the worst person to ever walk the face of the earth. Um, his trial lasts for four years. It cost the state of California in 2018. They did like a recalculation. Is uh, in 2018 numbers cost the state of California over two million dollars. Um, he had at least six attorneys because he kept firing them, and there was three thousand. The potential juror interviews. They had three thousand interviews for jurors, and no one wanted to do it because everyone, like, everyone was so involved because this was such madness in such short amount of time. 
and they had over a hundred witnesses. So, okay. Um, yeah. The only thing I am like very, I feel very conservative on mm-hmm. is in situations like that. Let's just bump up that death penalty, like ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, yeah. And I used to be totally against it. I would love to have conversations with people about it. But in these situations, like, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've you've had your chance. There's no, if you're still slinging quotes and firing your attorneys, like, it's game over. Also, mm-hmm. like, why is the state pumping this much money into trash? Yeah. I would literally rather my, my tax dollars go to garbage uh, <laughs> than something like that. Speaking this. of trash, his first appearance in court was in July uh, 22nd, 1988, and he raised his hand with a pentagram drawn on it. And this is like a very famous photo. You've seen anything that has to do with him, he's got this picture. And um, when he did that, he yelled, Hell Satan. Wow. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. <laughs> Um, on August 3rd, 1988, the LA Times reported that some jail guards overheard Richard planning to shoot the prosecutor with a gun. Uh, Richard did intend to smuggle into the courtroom. So they instantly, like, put up metal detectors outside and very intensely searched everyone going in. Uh, this guy has no chill. Obviously, we knew that. Um, on August 14th, the trial was interrupted because one of the jurors, Phyllis Singletary, didn't show up to court. Uh, later that day, she was found shot in her apartment. The jury was obviously terrified, but it ended up being a domestic incident, and her partner had killed her. Um, and then we put him on trial with them, and they can go down together. Well, he can't do that because he took himself to a hotel and killed himself. So... That was just, like, it's another thing. It was just another layer that, like, really freaked people the hell out when it came to this guy. Um, so, on September 20th, 1989, Richard Ramirez was convicted of all charges listed above. 13 counts of murder, 5 attempted murders, 11 sexual assaults, and 14 burglaries. During There's the penalty no phase... just had 11. No. I We've been here forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but get this. Um, on November 7th of that year, he was sentenced to die in the California gas chamber. Ooh, I didn't know they still did those. They didn't. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just for you, dumb chode man. <laughs> yeah, just for you. We popped oh, really? him back Wait, open. Wait, no, special treatment. Special no. treatment. Um, when he was convicted, though, his final statement was, big deal, death always went with the territory, see you in Disneyland. Oh, oh my god. Fuck uh, Disney into this. Isn't he it also... that there's two Disney things, like, in the last two cases? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, weird. Um, he did get married while he was in jail, but we, I'm very concerned about her. Um, Who the fuck gets, like... Mm, they lose the right to vote, but they can still get married. That just makes me really fucking mad. Yeah. On August of 2006, he uh, did his first round of appeals. That didn't go well. Um, Richard Ramirez died of B-cell lymphoma in 2013. Insane. And hepatitis C. Violet's least favorite hepatitis. 
but he died of it. No, he I thought died B of it. was my least favorite. No, B is, I thought B was your favorite because you laughed so hard. Ah, yes. C is the really bad stuff. B is like, eh. I just, like, uh. I hope he suffered. Hi. <laughs> um, same. I got too close to the microphone. <laughs> I hope he is still suffering. In hell. Wherever. I just hope, like, his ghost is like... <sighs> Someone's like, no, you fucking don't deserve anything. Can other ghosts haunt other ghosts? I, wouldn't that be hilarious? Yes, I because like it. when I die and I become a spectral spirit that I don't believe in, uh, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Keep totally, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to haunt you guys for a while, but in like a fun way, like an annoying fun way, <gasps> kind of like please? I do now. absolutely i won't haunt you guys every day i'll like leave notes on the shower and be like i know you pee in the shower and be like violet (laughs) but then i'm gonna go track down like serial killers and haunt their ghosts (laughs) excuse me i need special access to richard ramirez's ghost bully Mm -hmm. ghost i'm gonna be the ghost bully you're gonna be i'm the ghost bully vigilante violet as a ghost ghost so there will be absolutely no repercussions no, I can do whatever I want. I'm a ghost. I love this more than I thought I would. <laughs> you love Ghost Bully? <laughs> I love Ghost Bully Violet. <laughs> When's your cartoon coming out? Um, It plays at 2 a.m. right after Casper the Friendly Ghost on Boomerang. Boomerang. It's Violet the Ghost Bully, where I hunt down rapists and haunt them into madness. I need to get back into Boomerang. Good shit right there. Good shit. I watched Casper the Ghost the other night. Shit's sad. Um, my... (laughs) Speaking of shit's sad, uh, my sources were... (laughs) Uh, All Things Interesting, Wikipedia, Murderpedia, last podcast on the left. My favorite murder when it came out four years ago. I can't believe how many years my favorite murder has been blessing us. It's crazy. Anyway. But yeah, that's Richard fucking Ramirez. I'm so happy to delete his document from my computer. <laughs> that's so funny. I like to keep my notes in my little notebook and look back on them sometimes. I'm just like, I want him out of my house. Oh my there. gosh. I have a notebook that I like take paper notes. So when I get really stressed, my memory goes away. Um... Or depressed. Fun fact. Fun fact about depression. It affects your memory. Um, but I have my notebook, and it was my work notebook, and I was like, well, I gotta do my case, and my work notebook was my only notebook, and I recently, because of, like, document retention, I had to shred the, the entire notebook, and so I just hope, like, no one's looking in that wastebasket <laughs> before no, they what? shred shit, because it's like, hmm, controls, also mirror murderers. <laughs> Controls. Yep. Well, um, any advice for our dear listeners? <laughs> I am so sorry. Car hatchet. How about oh. let's all go for ice cream <laughs> and pretend this didn't happen? Yep. Yeah, I don't know if I have oh, any advice after this. Again. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> There's just so many people. Why couldn't they get their shit together? Okay. 
Yeah, but, like, after all the shit, like, quite a few of them survived. Like, yeah. it was not, I'm not downplaying at all what they went through. That but, amount of PTSD, though. Mm, yeah. I have some advice for murderers and rapists. Oh, um, no, for Violet Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your advice, motherfuckers. Uh, no, chop your own dicks off and eat them. <laughs> Just do me a favor. Do all of your future victims a favor and chop. If you're a murderer or rapist and you're listening to us, one odd choice, weird flex. <laughs> okay, we're judging I you. Don't subscribe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am judging you. And my advice to you is to chop your own dick off and eat it. <laughs> And that's really all I have this week. <laughs> um, my advice to you is don't buy internet sensation drinks made by a popular coffee company because they're never good and they have 400 calories in them. What I looked. are you drinking? I must you know. You about the tie-dye drink? I didn't yeah. drink it. I promise. I'm going to make a healthy version. What tie-dye drink? The tie-dye I just out. what's in it like what could possibly be in it I don't know what dye. I think it's just literally the dye. I'm, st- I'm stressed I'm four yeah. I'm stressed every time someone says I'm stressed now I'm like <laughs> I'm four, I'm four. <laughs> me um, I, I guess my advice is don't pour hot liquids into glasses just that aren't meant to hold hot man it's a hot like we do it every day i'll send you a picture of my foot you want to see it yes did you blister how bad is it Mm, you're gonna see you're gonna keep this in so you can say your reaction um cody incoming burn picture oh yeah we got a warner speaking of cody that oh yeah is volunteering to teach art to 36 children what a sweet baby (laughs) That's a lot. That's 36, <laughs> if anything, is a lot, especially yeah. children. Uh-huh, but she wants art to be introduced to the world, and that's so sweet. She's out there doing the Lord's work. Injury photo, I'm so sorry. Don't look. While I'm telling people to chop <gasps> their own dicks off. <laughs> that happened through your shoes? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. That's, like, right where the sock is. I see, I see. Ouch, that, you are missing some layers of skin. Mm-hmm. Like That's correct. Are you okay? Yeah, it feels great. I love taking a shower. See a doctor? No. They really can't do anything for you? No. Nope. Um, there is a cream. It's called, like, Silverdyne. Hmm. Um, fuck, you can get it over the counter now. You used to not be able to. You used to be prescription only, but you can get it over the counter, and it's supposed to help. Flippers. Boins. You just kind of have to let them do their thing. Spit on them. Spit on them? Just kidding. <laughs> Ew. You're nasty. Okay, um, so silver sulfadiazamine? Um, band name called it. Yes. Um, it is available over the counter. You should get some. Okay. It's good for burns. It's Bye. good for you. Big ol' big ol' I'm sorry to our listeners about my case and also probably how I sound. Um Yeah, sorry for being sick. What? Quit. Mm, no. It's not good for, for radio. For the radio DJ. Um 
basically without like getting too much into my own therapy session um i kind of had a couple of epiphanies today but one of them was that you can actually only control things that are in your control and what other people do aren't aren't not your problem but that's not to be weighed on you and it just became like really obvious and prevalent today so you're not responsible for anyone else but yourself there you go i dig it and i've been living this mantra all year please secure your own masks before attempting to help others <laughs> lol yes That's i can't accurate. the number of times i have stopped myself from saying oh i can help with that it's insane yeah I'm, it's the first thing I think of. Someone's like, oh, I'm having this problem with that. And I'm like, oh, I can help you. First thing. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to help people. They don't even want you to offer the help. They just want you to listen. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you do listen and it's heavy, it's not yours to carry. Nope. Put it down. You can't put your mask on if you're carrying someone else's bullshit. Put it down. I like it. Violet advice. Real advice, not murder advice. Oh, I really don't have any. I've had a rough week. <laughs> Car hatchet. Yeah. Car hatchet. I don't really have any. I like it. Well, thanks for listening. Send us your Bye. dreams. Send us your dreams. Murder blows at Gmail. Um. Do it. Thanks. Bye. 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 Send us your dreams.